Support for this episode and the following message comes from Lasso. If you live an active lifestyle and you care about staying physically healthy, check out our friends at Lasso. Lasso is a high-performance lifestyle brand that makes the Lasso Sock 2.0 the most functional sock ever to help you stay moving on any adventure you choose. Lasso uses patented compression technology with scientifically proven ankle stabilization to support key ligaments and tendons as well as moisture wicking materials and built-in strike padding to keep every step stable, soft, and cool. Lasso socks are also used to treat foot and ankle conditions like plantar fasciitis, Achilles pain, soreness, circulation issues, and more. Check them out at lassogear.com or at Lasso Gear on social media. episode of the two brothers and their sports podcast our topics this week are the 2020 nba draft and trades the pro bowl going virtual on madden 21 the hail murray which kyler murray threw a hail murray to deandre hopkins in triple coverage and he came down with it and two brothers two picks for week 11 but first we talk about the 2020 nba draft and the trades so i think this draft is really i think really good but uh the highlight was obviously, um, well, you could say Clay Thompson getting an Achilles injury, or you could say that it was um, Anthony Edwards being drafted number one overall, then James Wiseman, and then LaMelo Ball. And I really think that, I think that Anthony Edmonds, I mean Edwards should have gone first, but I mean the trades, also we're talking about the trades, uh, Drew Holiday to the Bucks. I think Giannis should totally say Drew Holiday is one of the best players in the league, and he's a young star, and they still have Chris Middleton, so if I was Giannis, I'd definitely stay there. That was the highlight for me. Maybe Steven Adams and free agency signing with the um, Pelicans, Pelicans. or uh, Mason Plumlee signing with the Pistons, as you guys may be familiar with. We actually interviewed him when he was on the Nuggets, and they made a title run, so I think um, free agency biggest move was probably Steven Adams. And then for the draft, Anthony Edwards, injury, Clay Thompson, and trade, Drew Holiday. I think, so this NBA draft was obviously star-studded. You have so many great players. Anthony Edwards, the real question before the draft, all the way up until the final minutes before the first pick, was was it going to be Anthony Edwards or LaMelo Ball? Or maybe even James Wiseman. Yeah, maybe even James Wiseman. But the uh, Timberwolves had Carl Anthony Towns, so they didn't really need him. But um, we saw betters started placing their bets on Anthony Edwards a few hours before the draft, and then he did end up going number one overall. I think the Timberwolves, it was reported that they keep, they kept looking for a trade until the trade deadline. They wanted to trade back and maybe take another player, maybe LaMelo at number three. But they never got a trade. So I, Anthony Edwards is a good addition to their team, don't get me wrong. But I guess the Timberwolves just didn't want didn't want him as much as they wanted to get a trade. And then, like Arsh said, uh, 
Giannis getting an actual uh, all-star now from the an all-star that can be an all-star in the West. You get um, someone like Drew Holiday, who, as I said, he's arguably one of the best players in the draft. When he was on the uh, Bulls, he was also so good. And now you get you get him along with Giannis. He's such a great passer too. This is just going to be an unstoppable team, more unstoppable than it was this year. And injury, obviously, Clay Thompson. He's going to miss his second straight season with an Achilles tear. We never want to see a player go through that. But I think if Clay Thompson didn't get hurt, it still would have been James Wiseman. They stuck to their the Warriors stuck to their plan. But I think if they took Lamelo Ball there, it would not have been surprising to me because. Would it have been surprising to you? Because to me, if Lamel, if Clay Thompson is out for the season, even they, even though they need a center, they do have um, Steph Curry. Yeah, they still have Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson is an irreplaceable piece. So if you draft someone to put at a spot, at least this year, to get some experience, what do you think? Yeah, I definitely think that they shouldn't have drafted Lamelo. They already have Steph and Clay. And but they do not have a good center. So for me, James Wiseman was an amazing pick for them. Arguably the number one could have been the number one player. Uh, he was very good. So um, I think well he did only play three games and then he was suspended. But I think this was a great pick and that they'll really he'll really succeed in their system. Yeah, I agree. Um, but Lamelo Ball falling all the way to number three overall to the Hornets. What do you think about that? Now he's playing alongside Devontae Graham and so many great players and PJ Washington. What do you think? Well, what I mean, think? not so many great players. Obviously, the reason they got the number three pick was because they weren't that good. But they have a bunch of emerging stars, and they should be really good next season. Maybe like the Grizzlies, where they almost made the playoffs after having the number two pick. Yeah, and now we're getting. Some news just right while we're recording. Fred Van Vliet signs a deal with the Raptors. Do you think that was a good move by the Raptors to keep Fred Van Vliet, who led the league in what he was one of the leaders in steals this year? Do you think that was a good move? Yeah, I think that was actually a very good move. One of the best moves that they've made so far. And I, I hope he has a good season. I hope everyone has a good season. And um, we'll just see if there's any new stars. And another big snub of free agencies actually Shamet Landry Shamet going to the um Lakers. Yeah. And now now you get someone Landry Shamet going to the Lakers. The Lakers are already overpowered. They they signed Montres Harrell too. Now they're probably going to get Anthony Davis back again. He hasn't decided fully yet, but you get those types of players and even the Nets now they have Kyrie Irving and they have they already have Kyrie Irving KD now we're hearing James Harden wants is trying to get a deal right to the Nets. So th- th- there's going to be two major powerhouses this year, um, maybe even more. And the draft was just star-studded. Even the number, if you get like the number 14 or 15 pick, you still had some amazing, great players on the board. Now we're going to talk about the NFL Pro Bowl going virtual. So this came on Tuesday at 5 o'clock. The NFL announced that they're going to play the Pro Bowl on Madden 21. Now, what that means is they're probably going... If you're familiar with Madden 21, you probably know what I'm going to talk about. But in Madden 21, you're able to um, make custom players to their overall and put them in a lineup together and then import that lineup into a team. 
So they're probably going to do that for Madden 21, get rid of the current rosters for the AFC and NFC in Madden 21, import custom rosters, and then simulate the game like they did um, for... I Didn't they do that for every game before the start of the 2020 season? Yeah, I think so. So they're probably just going to do that. They're going to put those rosters in. They're going to simulate it. And it'll be a fun change of pace uh, sort of thing from what what has conventionally been happening. Yes, you won't get all the excitement and all the fun, but the, many people will live. You'll be able, I think they'll live stream it so you can follow it live on your TV, probably on ESPN. But I this will be a fun new thing. We'll see how it works. If the, maybe they could, before the Super Bowl or maybe even before the Pro Bowl in the next few years, they could simulate it to, for betters to see if the outcome would be correct. And then it could help you bet on who you think. Yeah, so, that's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, so I think that this, all in all, is a very good idea. And I like the move to keep the players safe and a non-essential game, even though it's fun, just postponing it to next year and finding another alternative. Yeah, so I think, like you said, it would, be, it would be pretty cool. It won't be the same because Pro Bowls in the past, it's all the All-Stars actually playing together. And I remember last year the play where Harrison Smith was too scared to tackle the defensive tackle, so he scored. That was pretty funny. So, yes, the culture of the Pro Bowl is going to be different. It's just going to happen. But it's still going to be very fun. Many people will not like it, but... I think it's right now it's the best you can do. You don't want to put your players at any more risk than they already are at. So if I were, I think this is, instead of just canceling it, the instead of just canceling the whole thing, they actually made a smart decision and they chose to do it multiple. They chose to do it in Madden 21, which is, I think I like that decision. A lot of people won't, but I think it'll be at least better than no Pro Bowl. And a lot of players actually... You might have heard the craze when Madden 21 ratings were coming out. People actually, NFL players, whether you believe it or not, they actually play this game and they actually care about their overall. So if if you put it, if you change the Pro Bowl to where you have your own player in the game and so many NFL players actually care about it, it'll be more like, a, a say, for example, a movie than an actual game. So many players, many People, coaches probably in general will tune into this game just to see the outcome of it, how it happens this year. And like I said, maybe in future years they decide to keep it this way. Now we're going to talk about what many people are calling the Hail Murray, where Kyler Murray scrambled out of the pocket to the left sideline, chucked it up 43 yards to DeAndre Hopkins, and somehow it was a perfectly placed ball in triple coverage. He came down with it. And the question everyone's asking and that we're going to answer is, was it a better catch or a better throw? So for me, I think it was a tiny bit of a better throw. Yes, it was an awesome catch by DeAndre Hopkins, new member of Madden's 99 club. But I think it was a way, not way better, but a very good throw. Now, Kyler Murray, let's relive this play for a second. Kyler Murray is scrambling to his left. He somehow avoids a sack. And then eventually he gets almost to the sideline to the point where he just has to chuck it up. Now, um, as some people call him, Nuke or uh, DeAndre Hopkins is actually in triple coverage, but he does have the highest vert of all those players. And not no, not just triple coverage. The three best Bills defensive players are on him: Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and Tre'Davious White are all in coverage on him. Yeah, so. 
it, we, we all know that's going to be a hard catch to make, but somehow he makes it. But still, while Kyler Murray's scrambling to his left, I think he trips a little and starts to fall, or maybe he just does that to get a little more space to get his throw ready. And sideways, he throws that ball far, far. He throws it, like, really far. 43 yards, and it didn't... And he's falling, and he's, like, 5'10". It's a crazy throw. He could have thrown it out of the end zone, and he was on it off his back foot, fading backwards. Yeah, it was just a crazy throw whatsoever. One of the best I've ever seen in my life. And, um... It's one of the best Hail Marys of all time. So now the real question. So let me get my let me let, you, let me give you guys my take on this. I think that this was a very um this was a very very amazing catch, and this Kyler Murray was like I said this was a magical play. Hail Murray for Kyler Murray throwing it. I I just can't believe this. Like I said, one of the best one of the best Hail Marys ever, and. It's probably gonna. It's going to be relived the rest of NFL history, and it's. It's just there's no words to say about it. It's just one of the most crazy catches ever. And but what about it, the throw? The throw was also very good. But I'm gonna give this credit more to DeAndre. I know you, Kyler. Murray, I'm not taking any credit away from Kyler Murray. They're both amazing players. But DeAndre Hopkins. Like I said before, in triple coverage on the three best Bills defensive players. And it's in contention for best player of the year and best catch of the year. And DeAndre Hopkins, in te- in when he was with the Texans, he's known for this kind of stuff. You know, we know him for all these one-handed catches and all these things. So if you know DeAndre Hopkins, it was not that much of a surprise. But for many people, it was, especially because it won the game. Almost, it would have... It's just in general, a whole the whole series was just incredible. And now for our segment, two brothers, two picks, where each of us picks two must starts for the Week Eleven fantasy football season. So I'll start obviously, and I'm gonna choose Taysom Hill, tight end slash quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Now the benefit this week, only this week for ESPN uh, leagues is that you can actually put him in as a tight end. But he's going to be the starting quarterback, which means all his quarterback roles will be counted as him playing tight end. So you could have, let's say, for me, I have Josh Allen, even though he's on a bye, so I have Big Ben in. So Big Ben is my quarterback. But I actually also have Taysom Hill as my tight end, which is actually really cool and super useful because... That's probably over 15 points right there. He's literally a tight end throwing passes against the worst defense, the worst pass defense in the whole NFL. And he's actually really not that bad at throwing. He's pretty good. And he's now been pronounced a starter over Jamie's Winston. So if I were you, I'd definitely, definitely pick up Taysom Hill. He's, yeah, like you said, playing the worst defense in Atlanta. And he's only 20, he's only um, used... In 26.7% of leagues. Now, that might change when you go and look at him. But right now, he's rostered in only 26.7% of leagues. So now my next pick is actually going to be Jacoby Myers. And once again, his he's a breakout. His numbers might change when you try to get him. But at least right now, he's rostered in only 48.6% of leagues. He's boomed twice. And he's busted none. In his last four games, he had 10.2 points, which isn't bad. 13.9, 
28.9 and 15 against a very good Baltimore defense, and he threw a touchdown, which is pretty good. So if I were you, I'd start getting on both of those trains, Taysom Hill, uh, tight end slash QB for the New Orleans Saints, and Jacoby Myers, wide receiver for the uh, Patriots. So my two picks this week, I'm going to start off. It would have been DeAndre Swift, but on Thursday he was diagnosed with a concussion and he did not practice. Now he has been ruled out of Sunday's game and may be in jeopardy of missing the Thursday game that they play on Thanksgiving. So if I I was going to choose him, but now I'm going to pick Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, such he was so explosive when um, DeAndre Swift was first starting. He ha- he averaged around 10 points a game. Uh, the first four games when he was named the starter. And even after that, he had 12.8 against Jacksonville. Now you get him playing Carolina this week, where he's definitely starting, and Houston maybe next week. So if if you were trying to trade for DeAndre Swift and you didn't get the chance to get him, a key opportunity here to get another Lions running back is available. He's only rostered in 34% of leagues, and he was dropped in so many leagues due to the fact that DeAndre Swift was named the starter until he got a concussion. And now my second player is going to be um, Justin Herbert. He's he's rostered in 93% of leagues. You may be able to try and get a trade for him. Let me say his next three games. His next four, actually. The Jets, which are very easy for him. Buffalo, which is a mediocre. New England, again, mediocre. They could be better. And Atlanta, like Arsh said, Taysom Hill, the worst pass defense in the NFL. So try and trade for him. He's on his high streak. And then after that, Las Vegas, Denver, and Kansas City, all with okay defenses. So he finishes out the year as, I say, a top 10 quarterback, maybe top 5. And especially this week, he's playing the Jets, one of the worst defenses. And he's position ranked 8, and he's he missed the first game. And he's had a bye. Position ranked 8. What does that tell you? This guy is revolutionary. He's magical. He has his last four games, 38, 21, 23, and 20. So if I had to choose, my two picks are Justin Herbert, quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers, playing the Jets, and Adrian Peterson playing the Carolina playing the Carolina Panthers um, this week. And Arsh, who are you two? Mine are Jacoby Myers, wide receiver for the Patriots, and Taysom Hill, quarterback slash tight end, for the New Orleans Saints. As a reminder, support for this episode and the following message comes from our friends at Lasso. If you live an active lifestyle and you care about staying physically healthy, check out Lasso. Lasso is a high-performance lifestyle brand that makes the Lasso Sock 2.0 the most functional sock ever to help you stay moving on any adventure you choose. Lasso uses patented compression technology with scientifically proven ankle stabilization to support key ligaments and tendons as well as moisture wicking materials and built-in strike padding to keep every step stable, soft, and cool. Lasso socks are also used to treat foot and ankle conditions like plantar fasciitis, Achilles pain, ankle soreness, circulation issues, and more. Check them out at lassogear.com or at at lassogear on social media. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. If you enjoy, please leave a review. We check those daily. And also check out our website, twobrothersandtheirsports.com. 
Thanks and have a great rest of your day.